Political Philosophy An Introduction Imagine Virtuous Fanny cares deeply about others and is willing to do whatever it takes to save lives. She believes that processed sugar is a scourge killing Americans. So one day she packs a pistol, invades the local 7-Eleven, and declares, This here gun says you can't sell big gulps anymore. Principled Peter believes that you don't give enough money to charity. You're living high while people die. One day he sends you an email. FYI, I hacked into your bank account. I transferred a third of it to poor single moms. Decent Danny thinks you should buy American rather than German cars. After all, your fellow citizens provide you with roads, schools, and police. You owe them some business. He finds you shopping at a foreign dealer, pulls out a taser, and says, You know what? I'll let you buy that BMW, but only if you first pay me $3,000. You probably regard Vanny, Peter, and Danny as criminals. How dare they treat you like that? You'd want the police to arrest them. But there's a puzzle here. While the police would indeed arrest Vanny, Peter, and Danny, they're also happy to help other people. Bureaucrats in Washington, Berlin, or Ottawa do the same things Vanny, Peter, and Danny want to do. So this set of examples suggests a few questions. What, if anything, explains why it's wrong for Peter to take a third of your income, but not wrong for the government tax office to do so? What, if anything, justifies the Food and Drug Administration in determining what you can and can't eat, but forbids Vanny from doing so? In general, governments claim the rights to do things ordinary people may not do. What, if anything, justifies that? This is one of the central questions in political philosophy. There are many others. What kind of government, if any, ought we have? And what should it be permitted and forbidden to do? Do we have any moral obligation to obey our government's laws and commands? What rights do people have, and why? Should people be allowed to own private property? If they don't have enough property to live well, should the government provide it through tax-funded welfare programs? Should people be free to choose what to eat, how to live, what to worship, what to say, or on what terms they will work? Is it important that everyone have equal opportunity to succeed? Should we make sure everyone ends up equally successful? Should people be allowed to immigrate freely? When, if ever, is war justifiable? What's more important, liberty or equality? And what exactly is liberty anyway? Political philosophy is the branch of philosophy that attempts to answer these questions in a rigorous way. In the abstract, Political philosophy is the normative analysis of social institutions. Institutions are the rules of the game in a society, or, more formally, are the humanly devised constraints that shape human interaction. For example, if you think about it, democracy and monarchy are really a set of rules about who gets to make the rules. The institution of marriage is a set of rules about how to allocate and control property, children, and sex. The institution of private property is a set of rules about who gets to use, modify, trade, and destroy various goods. Political philosophy tries to determine the proper standards by which we can judge institutions as good or bad, just or unjust. Of course, to pass judgment on institutions, we usually need to know how they actually work and what the alternatives are. For that, 
we need the social sciences, economics, political science, sociology, and anthropology. Still, the social sciences alone aren't enough to determine which institutions are best. The social sciences can tell us what the trade-offs are. For instance, that strict economic equality might come at the expense of economic growth, but they don't tell us which alternative to take. Is it better to be equal but worse off? Or is it better to be unequal but be better off? To answer that question, we have to think critically about justice. We have to know how to weigh equality against freedom or prosperity. This is a primer on political philosophy. My goal here is to give you a working knowledge of many of the major issues, ideas, and arguments in political philosophy. I won't be neutral regarding all the theories and arguments we consider, but I'm also not going to try to convince you of any particular ideology.